Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Craig has something he wants to get off his chest. No, not starting that way. I don't want to. No, okay. no, we're going to have a fucking conversation. Okay. Okay. Besides, well, now that- besides that conversation, which we will have with cooler heads prevail. What are we going to talk about? Are there Say- any storylines around the league? Um, Getting starting for training camp. Big deal. There actually used to be a time when guys actually went to training camp and you could earn a position. Not anymore. Not earning positions anymore. There's there's like literally what? One position maybe that can be one. If you want to talk about that. Does that bother you? No. No. Times have changed tremendously. You know, I went to... Are we going to fucking start this stupid thing? What do you want to talk about? Episode three twenty six. Go ahead. Why does it? This no, is per- you're not. We're not doing this. Where you're going to throw me under the bus because I lose my shit. You're in a very interesting mood today. Okay, let's start fresh. Let's start on happy, Craig. No, I like what? this, Craig. No, I'm. We're not doing this. You're what not bo- fucking putting anything in that we've talked about already. Let's have a good show. Can you test your levels on your microphone, please. 
How about this for a headline? Okay. Aaron Bessaker from the Buffalo News. Okay. This just kind of came across my timeline here. Tell me if we're allowed to, to chuckle at this, okay? Or should we be like, oh, that's sad. You should feel bad. Fan on drugs got naked. I'm reading that right now. Scaled fence fell into pit of new Buffalo Bills stadium site. Erie County Sheriff had to rescue a 29-year-old man who (laughs) fell into a hole at the new stadium site yesterday. Authorities say that he was naked, under the influence of cocaine, LSD, and marijuana. He climbed the fence and fell into the hole. He was transported to the hospital. Do we know what injuries he has? So well, who do we blame for that? And I do we blame the LSD, the cocaine, the weed, the booze, the friends who he told the sheriff that his friends abandoned him. <laughs> no shit. They're just looking out for themselves. <laughs> who do we blame for this? I mean, clearly he was Yeah, that's uh which, that's which that's personality a... are we going to to press charges against that's a tough day you imagine waking up the next morning having to deal with those consequences and figure out what you actually did wow is his name out there (laughs) how high is the fence i mean the fence around the construction site it's gotta be pretty big (laughs) did he did he not realize there would be a massive hole there Love and loathing at one Bill's drive. You ever seen Love and Loathing? No. In Las Vegas? No. Oh my God. That's all I can think about when I when I hear that story. He went inside the portable toilet, covered himself in the contents of the toilet before exiting, stripping naked, and jumping the ten foot fence of the construction site. The incident happened in the lead up. To the Sunday afternoons, Bill's home over the lead up of the game. I'm just reading this oh, whole man. article here quickly. After scaling the fence, he ran and fell down one level of the pit. Then he got up, ran, and fell again, this time to the bottom of the pit. It's 30 feet. As the we helicopter, ta- hold on, as the helicopter, Air One, they call it, descended toward the scene, the man, as he laid in the pit, gave the peace sign to the crew with one hand while making an obscene gesture with the other. (laughs) Did you see um, that the Buffalo Bills tweeted out Mitch Marner and uh, Morgan Riley at their their football game? And did you see what happened after that? No, what? Dylan Cousins replied to it with like a, an emoji with the like the hands over the hands over the eyes or hands on the head going yeah. like really hey were you at the show yesterday that we did we talked about this i understand that but we didn't oh. say that about dylan cousins well that i, I led with that because you mentioned dylan cousins oh yeah dylan cousins he didn't like that morgan Rod. that's what i was referring to was the emoji oh, okay that's okay yeah. why do you think he was serious or you think he's i don't mean playing along he's dead or- serious 
No. I why don't. in the hell are you tweet? Why are the Bills tweeting out Toronto players after all the debacle over the over the generations of of Toronto fans overwhelming? The key yep, bank. but it's not one Buffalo anymore. It's two Buffaloes. So like the Sabres and the Sabres and the Bills oh, aren't connected okay. anymore, right? Yeah. Same owner, but but it's not one Buffalo anymore, right? Isn't it? We yeah. haven't heard that anymore. One we haven't heard one Buffalo much. I mean, you know, the word celebrity, whatever, but they're they're in a way to uh, uh the the population of Sabre fans that were at that game, and I would imagine there were a lot. They're celebrities. They might be from the enemy, but they're celebrities. They're big time players in the NHL and they're Bills fans. It's good for them. It's good for them to expand. Like Morgan, where's Morgan Riley from? Can you look that up? We know Mitch Marner's from Toronto. You want Bills fans in Canada. You want Bills fans in Toronto. I mean, Chris, <laughs> they used they used to have games up there. How old was Mitch Marner when they started going up there? And playing games. They were playing games at the Sky Dome. So Mitch Marner probably fell in love with the Bills that way. So maybe that did kind of work. Maybe that's how old's Mitch Marner? I mean, he must gotta be twenty six ish. Okay. So it was probably 10, 12 years ago or ten that the Bills were starting to go up to play games against I think they played the Jets. I think they played Miami. I think they did a couple games up there. Yeah. Morgan Riley's so, I mean, from uh British Columbia. Okay, that's Vancouver. fine. Cana- Canadian. Yep. Canadian guy from Br- Vancouver, British Columbia. He could like the Seattle Seahawks. He could like whoever else is out there on the West Coast. But he's he's at a Bills game in a Bills jersey. I think that's big. I think sometimes mm. you got to separate How many how many fans are at uh, are at a game in um in Buffalo for the Bills? I would say between seventy-five and eighty thousand. Okay, so you have seventy-five and eighty thousand. You're going to pick those two guys out. Well, th- I'm sure. That's I'm who sure you're if we tweet out, I'm sure if we go back, uh, we'll see probably more than that. They wouldn't be my first two I bet that I would have down t- on the sidelines, and then having those guys tweet out. I agree with uh, Dylan Cousins, given like uh, uh, you know. Hand over the eyes. Like, what are you doing? Why those two guys? They're enemies. This is bigger. This is bigger than that, though. This is about. No, it's not. Yes, it no, it's is. Not. It's about not for rec- Dylan. Well, not for the boys in in. But it's not about uh, Dylan Cousins. It's not about the Buffalo Sabers. It's about the Buffalo Bills and their brand and how far they can get it to stretch. You don't yep. think that that picture is going to get out to Vancouver, British Columbia, and all those places, and people are going to be like, "Holy look, Morgan Riley." Isn't Morgan Riley dating somebody in, or married to a girl in Toronto? Too. Also, I I can't remember who. I thought it was. I thought maybe he met and married somebody no of, of no idea public status, if that's such a thing. But I can't remember how that all works. But either way, Mitch Marner is one of the best players in the game, and he's a Bills fan. If Sidney Crosby were a uh, well, no, if Alex Ovechkin were a Steelers fan, and he went to a Steelers game. And he had a Steelers jersey on, a Roethlisberger jersey. Do you think that they're going to not tweet that out in 2009? You're goddamn right they are. 
So if so facto, okay. I so guess facto. we're we're gonna agree to disagree on this. I think when you have seventy five to eighty thousand people, you can make a better choice of guys that you're uh, putting on your uh, your Twitter uh, Twitter page. That's yeah, just guess, me. You know what? Listen, I guess when Milan Lucic stands on the field of a Montreal Alouettes game, then I guess we'll have real issues. I eh? I feel like now it's official that training camp is opening. It starts this week. Sabres had their golf tournament yesterday. I'm not sure where it was. And that's kind of like the start of everybody returning back to the season. I've been I I've been to those golf tournaments before. And <laughs> yeah, me too. They, for uh, they, for 10 you know, years I was at those things. Not anymore. I sent a uh you know, I sent a, a little uh, text out to my my good buddy, Brian Gianta, asked him to go to lunch, which we we uh which we often do. Um and he's like, no. He's like, I'm at the Savers golf tournament. He's like, where are you? I said, he's like, no invite this year. Well, apparently not. Gives a shit. Does that bother you? I don't know why we would be invited. I mean, we literally, they listen. The Sabres listen. Why would the Sabres have somebody listen to every one of our shows? I don't know if you know that. That's how protective. How, how do you know that? Uh, I've been told that by somebody who works for the team that somebody listens to every single episode of ours to make sure, or at least find out what we're saying about them. So I didn't really, first of all, number one, I, I forgot all about it. Number two, and why, why does an organization care about what we say? Well, because they gave us press passes last year that we used a, a number of zero times. So I'm sure they read, they, you know, it's like, it's like the, the, it's like the British monarchy, you know, like you got, they, they read all their press clippings. They wake up in the morning, they have all the papers scattered out so they can hear everything that everyone's reading about them. They're the Kings, right? Kings and Queens. And they, they rule the world. Kings of the castle. Yep. The rulers need to know what the outside world is either saying, hearing, or learning about. So Mm -hmm. I don't imagine they would have wanted us there. Why is Brian Gianta there? He's a former captain. Oh yeah, so so is I. Fuck. Oh my god. Yeah. Shit. Hmm. It's kind of gutless, actually. (laughs) Oh. You know what? The only thing I'm now that I think about that whole thing. Now that I think about it, that's kind of gutless that you weren't invited as a former captain. And most knowledgeable, you would have been the most knowledgeable person there. So that's that's another issue. Cup or no cup. The only thing I'm upset with. As Brian would have paid for lunch. Hey, Andy, ever been in a car crash? Actually, you know what? I know you have because you're a terrible driver. But what would you do if you were in a car crash? I'd call my friends at Selena Law. 800-555-5555. Saturday night, I went to my last wedding of the year. Got invited to four, went to two. And um, first one was Patty Coletta's. And it was amazing. Second one was Patty's buddy, who I've known for years, Chucky. Chucky, Chuck Sarah, con- congratulations! Yep. You, oh, you're in fantasy football against Chucky. Yeah, I've got him in my phone as Chuck Balls. Chuck. Okay, well, Chucky got married on Saturday night, and I went to the wedding, and I I went up to get a drink from the bar, water pop. I don't know which which one it was, but I'm standing there, and I I go to throw a few bucks in the tip container, the tip jar, and I'm standing there talking to Patty. And all of a sudden, I see this 
big round silver disc inside the jar. There's multiple of them, like maybe three, four of them. So Patty just reaches in and grabs it and he's looking at it. And uh, have you ever seen one of these? It's a, it's a $1 American coin. Have you ever seen this? Yep. Okay. So it's from super 19- irritating when you get them. So, so it's from 1971 and they have no value other than a dollar. Okay. So, so I found this thing and I said, give me this. I'm going to walk around to every single person and find out who's putting these fucking coins inside the jar. Okay. Yeah. Who like, who even has silver dollars? <laughs> these things. Patty and I are puzzled. And I start walking and I go up to two guys. I'm like, who? Whose coin is this? Do you have any idea whose coin this is? And I, so those two people were like, no. And then I went to another two guys. And I turn around and someone yells to me, hey, I know who's doing the coins. I say, get out of here. Who is it? And I'm four people in and there's a good amount of people here. And I was committed to go to every single person and ask them, right? So I'm five guys in. You were the only person that would waste your I time. I had to know too. the story. Well, I'm the only, I'm the only sober person there. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to get my kick somehow. I get to the, they're like, I know whose coin that is. And they start telling me it's this guy who, when he went out for a cigarette and he said, he's coming right back in this massive mountain of a man comes walking back in. Okay. And they call him big cat, not big cat barstool, big cat. Cause I, I was a little confused, but they call him big cat. So I walked up and I put the coin right in his face. I said, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify explain <laughs> so he reaches into his pocket and he pulls out about 10 or 15 more of these coins okay his dad collected coins and he had so many of these dollar coins okay so he took them in to see if they were you know worth anything more as a collector's item the guy's like no they're yeah. only worth a dollar so now when he goes to weddings this is his move he goes to weddings and he drops these coins in the tip container. He grabs a handful every time he goes to a wedding, throws them in his pocket, drops them in the tip container, and uses them as tips. And that's kind of like his signature sign that he's been at the wedding. That's amazing. That's what I told And, him. and the I only thing that's... I think about is, uh, have you ever used one before? Like, have you ever used a silver dollar? It's absolutely acceptable anywhere. I could take three of these. How do you have a paper dollar and then a silver coin that's a dollar? 
I find that if you have the silver coin, it just doesn't, it's almost embarrassing to use. I don't know. Is that, is that just me? Well, I don't think, I mean, he's not, he doesn't walk around with a bag of coins and go and pay for a sandwich or lunch or dinner. He brings them as like a, as like a funny kind of like a signature move. So I think, I thought it was awesome. I said to him, I go, I think this is one of the most legendary things I've seen someone do that actually puts that much thought into their tip at a wedding. So I like that. Nice move, big cat. He also said he'd pay me five grand every time I said big cat. So that was two. Now that's three. So big cat, that's 20 grand. I do not know much about football. I do know maybe, and I mean, maybe outside of the Buffalo bills, I know of five players in the league. If you take away quarterbacks, I might know. I might know five other players in the league. Okay. Outside of the bills, outside of quarterbacks, I might know five players in the league. Nick Chubb is one of them. I had no idea who was on Monday Night Football last night, and I turned on the game just out of curiosity for two minutes while I ate my dinner. And I turned it on. The ball gets snapped, and Nick Chubb's knee literally goes the other way. They didn't show it on Monday Night Football. They showed it on the stadium inside, and you could hear the fans react. Like the announcers were saying, I don't know who the Monday night announcers are. You have to forgive me. But they said, we're not going to show it. It's too horrific. And oh, you could hear him yelling on the field. You don't want to talk about this, huh? No, I don't because he was on my fantasy football team. And I, I care about I care about him as a football player. He is just literally one of the greatest running backs in the game. He's exciting to watch. And, uh, you know, to have that happen to him, it's just really, really tough um, to see. And it's a such a major devastating loss to to that football team when you lose a player like Nick Chubb out for the season. And listen, I mean, the only thing I can say is, uh, you know, God, uh, you know, football is such a it's a violent sport and there's injuries, injuries that happened happen all the time um but then you have something like this that's really devastating and uh I, you know I, hopefully listen, I, I, he can really rehabilitate this well he had come I guess back I read, in a year from now i read and, this morning that he had the, a very he injured the same knee in college dislocated his knee tore his mcl yeah, 2015 i think it was so whatever year that was and he's he's obviously he was able to return to dominance i don't i don't know what yeah, happens but after you know this. He's, he's older yeah, I don't know what happens after this. So everyone always asks me why, how I, how do I not love football? How do I not love football? I, I can't, I can't stand seeing this. I can't stand. It's like, it's like the Roman Empire. It's like Roman gladiators. You know, it's like you have your owner sitting in the box and you have these big men just trying to literally kill each other. It's no different than what we did. Like when you sat and you and these owners would sit in the the middle suite, and and you'd have these two massive heavyweights going toe to toe, and bringing everyone to their feet, and they profit off this. And yes, we're compensated well, and yes, these football players are compensated incredibly well. But it is just I can't get behind this. I can't get behind. Did you see Stefan Diggs get hit the other day when he was run? The guy is his. 
his hips went one way, his, the upper side of his body kept continuing going the other way. And he looked like a, he looked like a goddamn slinky. Yeah. I cannot get behind this sport. My son, I've told him, I'm he's dad. Why can't I play football? And I said, listen, man, they took, and, and the funny thing is, is it was way more violent years ago. They're, they're trying to uh, implement rules in, implement like you can't even touch the quarterback. You can't even breathe on. Him. Um, well, that's great. But it, but I mean, that's other, what makes, these that's what guys. makes the sport great though. Do you not, do you not agree? It's a violent sport. There's only no, certain amount of people the sport, in the world that can no, play this sport. It doesn't make the sport great. It makes it dangerous attractive i like danger everybody likes danger that's why okay. people pay so much to watch that's right these guys go out and injure themselves put themselves in harm's way get paid massive amounts of money to do it so that it seems as though it's worthwhile tell me how valuable that money is down the road when you're when you're a squash so or your knees you can't walk i mean i don't want to get into it but i accept what my role was in the game i was a a human sacrificial lamb all right and at the time i thought it was a glory i was in a glory so I wonder, I often wonder if all these football players, the Takeo Spikes who comes back and gets seated in a fucking dumpster in the top upper corner of a stadium after killing himself for this fucking team for all those years and he gets placed in a spot where he probably can't even spread his legs out. Players get treated like shit when they're done. They get treated like royalty when they're in it. And this, this is the same. We, we know this. We've already heard this. No one's crying for this because we all know this when we sign up for it. But it's just... Don't ask me to get behind it. I don't celebrate this. I wa- You know why I watch it? I watch a Bills game every Sunday because I'm surrounded by Bills-obsessed fans, and I, I love it. But I watch it to just try to grasp what it is they're getting excitement out of because these guys are fucking killing themselves. They are literally dying every Sunday, bit by bit. I've, I mean, the guy got, Josh Allen took a headshot the other day, and I'm like, are they going to call that a headshot? No penalty. He gets back up and just right in the huddle. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Helmets don't do shit. Stop telling us that they do. Sorry, am I on my, can I get off my soapbox now? Honest, but I think that's why I, that's why I love watching these entertainers because I look at them as entertainers. Well, I I was once an entertainer, and um, but did you I think see that's yourself the, as that at the time? Yes, I was a hockey player, and I knew I was an entertainer. Yeah, like it, it's kind of hard not to understand what you're in. Okay, you 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 work your entire life as a young person, sacrificing so much, so much to get to the big dance. To get to the Gladiator Stadium, where people are paying lots of money to watch you play every single night. And there's all different types of gladiators. There's the goal scorers, the penalty killers, the body checkers, like the leaders. Like, I mean, there's all sorts of different types of of guys that make those make up make up a team. And it's violent. 
at, at, at times it's a violent sport, football and hockey. But at the same time, it was, um, and maybe this is just a little bit where I'm off in my thought is I enjoyed that part of the game. I enjoyed playing a game that was violent. That was, that was very difficult at times and you find ways to, uh, do what you have to do to, to win and, and, you know, protect your teammates. And that's just, that's what I loved about the sport. I guess it's different when you're in and out of it, when you get in it and then you get out of it and you see it while you're in it and you see it from the outside when you're out of it and you see them trying to correct all the mistakes that they know they've made or hidden over the years. Yeah. And they still can't seem to get it right. And the funny thing is all those football players, like how many of those players after they retire actually go back and play football for fun? Maybe they throw a ball with their kid. I don't think like people in. raise their eyebrows when they ask me, Hey, uh, you know, like, do you want to come and play men's league hockey or let's go and And I'm like, I will never put my equipment on again. I'm 49 years old. I'm 49. I haven't had equipment on in 10 years. I have never had equipment on and I will never put equipment on again. Yeah. I only play in charity games. And then I'll, even then you have, you know, I'm never playing a charity game. You have heroes on the other team. And the only thing that pisses me off about the heroes on the other team during a charity game or any other game is it's just it makes me have to elevate my game to a different level to go out and actually dominate. And I don't want to look like a show off. So, you know, when they do that, I have to go show off. And I, I don't like being a show off. So just that's your warning to everybody else in charity games. If you don't want to get lit up, tone it down. That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at Craig Reve 52 at the Instigator76. And you can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and anywhere else where you can get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.